Hey everyone, it's Rich Bennett, host of Conversations with Rich Bennett, bringing you an exciting chance to win with our latest giveaway sponsored by Tar Heel Construction Group. Get ready to make a splash just by tuning into the podcast. Yes, you heard that right. While you're soaking up our latest episodes, listen closely for a special splash sound. When you hear it, remember the episode name. Here's what you do next. Shoot us an email at podcast at harfordcountyliving.com with the episode title. Each splash sound means a new chance to win. So the more you listen, the better your chances. If you don't have email, then just leave a voicemail from our website at conversationswithrichbennett.com. What's the prize? How about a brand new waterproof Bluetooth speaker? Perfect for listening to our episodes, whether you're in the bath, on the beach, in the pool or on the go. You have until the end of May to send in your entries and we'll announce the lucky winner on June 3rd. Don't miss out on this splashy opportunity brought to you by Tar Heel Construction Group. Dive into our episodes and win big. Those of you that have been listening to my podcast for a while know that I have a really big thing about addiction and making everyone aware of everything that's going on. Well, back in March, I met two ladies and had them on the podcast. And we went ahead and put our heads together. We decided to create something in an effort to bring awareness to communities about the devastating effects of addiction and also to spread the hope about the possibility of recovery. So with that said... This is Rage Talk. Hi, I'm Rachel Bongiorno. I am the program director of Daughter's House. I also work for Rage Against Addiction, um, supporting anyone in recovery and or the family. I love what I do. It does not feel like a job to me. Um, I feel like it's my purpose in life. Um, Early recovery can be really tough. we don't really know how to cope with our feelings. We tend to try to mask our feelings and or not discover like how to deal with them. So um, a huge part of our emotional support at the house is um, they say that we need to learn how to sit with ourselves. So uh, it's important through the house to do a blackout, which is 30 days. Um, It gets the women to learn how to sit with themselves, with their feelings, with their thoughts. And, um, you know, the huge part of it is that there's other, there's about seven or eight women in the house that are doing the same exact thing, all different levels. Um, So everyone... It's like, so they're only allowed to like try to find a job um, and or go to meetings um, at night. It's just called blackout. I mean, it's like a blackout period where you're just like there and you're getting acclimated to the house and the rules and the chores. They're in protected sobriety. Well, and it's true because... I mean, the door is open at any point. They are allowed to leave. I mean, even if they're court ordered there, right. they, you know, they're supposed to be there, but they can up and leave at any time. Like we are, we are not holding them, okay. you know, against their will. Like we are supporting them and trying to guide them to better their lives and structure and, you know, all that. But 
by no means is anyone, it's not jail. It's, it's a new beginning. So another key important role in recovery is meetings. Um, we implement 90 meetings in 90 days, which gets you on a consistent basis of going to a meeting every day. So they say, chase your recovery like you chased your drugs. Does that sound, I mean, 90 meetings in 90 days sounds like a lot, but then when you put it that way, Mm -hmm. chase your recovery like you were chasing the drugs. Mm -hmm. When someone drinks or uses every day, Mm -hmm. they can certainly go to a meeting every day. It's an hour of support. Sometimes they can go to more than one meeting. In my early recovery, I went to three and four meetings a day. I mean, I wasn't working, you know, and another important part of recovery is like building your foundation, like building your support network, Um, you know, finding a sponsor, um, implementing a 12-step program, and guiding you to not only you kind of, you dig up your past as you work through the steps, but it's also a healing process as well. So, so you went through recovery too? I am in recovery. Oh, you are? Yeah. Well, that's because recovery never stops. <laughs> recovery never stops. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's emotional. It's a it, powerful it is, thing. Yeah. It really it is. is. I mean, when someone can come from complete darkness, that's how I felt, um, to a whole light and a whole different meaning of life. Like, I was driving up here because I bought drugs up here, right. you know? And I was driving thinking, like, I cannot even, like, imagine my life that way right now, you know? And how I lived like that for so long. So it was powerful driving up here, really. So, so if you don't mind me, I mean, how old were you? <clears throat> Not recovery, but, I mean, when you became addicted. Well, I started about 17. Really? I started dabbling. Okay. I would say probably 21 is when I started getting addicted. What was, what was the gateway drug for you? I'd say cocaine. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I did weed and alcohol, but it's really when I started the cocaine, it just okay. started. So when did you start recovery? 36. When I was 36, I I surrendered. And now, I, now you're basically a peer recovery specialist. I mean, I don't have that title. I I say I identify as a woman in recovery. I am recovery coach trained. um, You're helping other people. Yes. Which, to me, I've always found that if you've been through it, Mm -hmm. I think it's easier for other people that are going through Mm -hmm. it to talk. Relatable. Yes. Experiences. Um, And another thing they say is, like, you have to give it away to keep it. So I have to give to another human being what was given to me freely through the recovery process. Thank you for hmm. every, no, seriously, for helping others. Yeah. That's, um, wow. Well, I do want to just speak on like how I met Wendy. Um, so my friend Tara, who's on the board, she was guiding me to come to church. And I always like bucked with her. I was like, no, I'm not ready. I was still using at the time. Before I actually went, I had like a few weeks clean, I believe. And um, I walked in and Tara introduced me to Wendy. And 
I think I turned around and I said, hey, if you ever need any help with anything, let me know. I also am a big believer of like, you know, my higher power has brought me here to this point, meeting Wendy to fulfill my purpose in life. And so at the end of the service, I believe I was like crying through the service and like at the end of the service, um, Wendy like tapped me on my shoulder and I turned around and she was crying. I was like, and I never met this woman. I was like, oh, this is a little odd. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, I don't know what's telling me to do this, but she's like, I've worn this bracelet ever since my daughter passed away. And now I want to, now I'm going to give it to you. And it said one day at a time. And ever since then, we have been a part, you know, a right. part of this journey together. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's extremely powerful. Like, I'm, I'm going to tell you, and, you know, there was something in that room, and it was powerful. And it was funny because the bracelet was given to me by someone. Uh, it was actually a mother of... Um, my younger daughter's friend when my older daughter passed away and I put her on it was very similar to this and it was like one day at a time and I was like okay and I, and I had taken it off and I was very like compelled to give that to Rachel well they're always like how did you get started with rage and I was like it's a powerful story really you know yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. So, I, well, if you don't mind me asking this, so you say cocaine was your gateway drug. Mm-hmm. What was the worst one that you've done? Heroin. Heroin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And how long were you addicted to heroin? About six years. Six years? Mm-hmm. I did pills for a really long time. Right. And then I upgraded to heroin. Don't say upgraded. It was. You, da- you downgraded. Well, yeah. That's true. You downgraded. Yeah. Felt like an upgrade in my book. How long have you been drug free? Uh, About four and a half years. Really? Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. For peer support, you feel free to contact Rachel at 443-504-8488. You can follow Rage Against Addiction on Facebook, Instagram, or at our website, rageagainstaddiction.org for more information. Thank you. So I am sitting here today. I have a young lady on that is a very talented photographer, Emily Adolph. And she's got something very special, especially if you run a nonprofit. Oh, she's got something special for you. But if you just need photography in general, you want to get a hold of her. So how are you doing, Emily? I'm doing good, Rich. Thank you for having me on today. Oh, my pleasure. Tell us what it is that you are, this special that you're running. Yeah. so Special for special people because you're special, right? (laughs) I love it. Yeah. So what I'm offering is free photography services to nonprofits here in Harford County. And Mm -hmm. um, initially I was running it from now until the end of June, but what I've decided to do is extend it out. Um, So now I'm offering it from now until um, the end of August. So until August 31st, that, that, you know, weekend Um, figured, you know, it's a, it's a busy time of year season for, Mm -hmm. you know, nonprofits having events in the summertime. Um, But yeah, really just want to support, help nonprofits capture, you know, moments and, and the, um, experiences of the events that they're hosting without having to, you know, worry about funding the photographer. Right. Um, so yeah, that's just a little bit about, you know, what I'm, I'm giving back to the community. Which is great because a lot of your nonprofits 
don't take photos of their events, yeah. and they should be on their websites. I agree. You know, even for upcoming events, you know, it's nice if you had the photos from last year to to ask, hey, look, this is what we're doing. This is how good it is. Yeah. And also, but you also do other types of photography in case somebody wants to hire you, right? I do. Yeah, I do portraits, families, event, you know, other events, musicians, bands. Those are my, my key focuses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how does somebody hire you? How do they get in touch with you? Yeah, they would just go to my website. So it's www.emilyadolf.com. So that's E-M-I-L-Y-A-D-O-L-P-H.com. Well, first of all, thank you for doing that because that's awesome. Thank and you. especially now, for, a lot of your nonprofits are struggling yeah. because you're just like all of us, inflation's hitting them hard. Yep. You know, and you have, you know, some venues around that shut down. So some of them are struggling to find a place. And yep. here you are reaching out to help. And for those of you that don't know about Emily, this is, Emily just loves to help people out. Yeah, I do. So. Help her out as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, hire her for your photography. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Emily. Thanks, Rich.